0: When I was in London, I was on Rainbow FM and the man of God was asking me a question. And he said that there is a problem that is going on in church now. He said what? He said, uh, 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 should, should congregation member be offended by the attitude of the pastor and then stop going to church? And should the pastor be offended by the attitude of the congregation member and also get angry? And I said, it is wrong. In fact, you are too sick if you allow a pastor to hurt you and for you to stop church. You are too sick. In fact, you need immediate attention in Jerusalem. And to be, to be taken to the Jordan River to be worked on. Because one thing you didn't know is the Bible did not say the pastor is exempted from working out their salvation with trembling. It said work out your salvation. It's poorer, including myself. We are all working. Our salvation with fear and trembling. You think the pastor doesn't get broke. The pastor gets broke. In fact, when a pastor is getting broke, he gets broke even more serious than you. Don't look at me like that. Pastors get sick, and when they are sick, their sickness is even more than you. Because their God is believing them to use their faith and up so that their faith will teach them a healing grace. Hello. Their cross is quiet. So why should a congregation member has a problem that the pastor hates me, so I stop going to church? You have sick, you have a problem. The congregation member also who hurt the pastor, the pastor can get angry, but he has to let it go. Because Bible did not say they allow you and said they are sheep. And if you know anything about the attitude of the sheep, it's a funny one. And sheep are sheep everywhere, universal. So what am I saying? The ultimate perfecter is Jesus. So Bible says "Is the altar and the finisher of what our faith. So if the congregation member and the pastor understands that we all come to the house of the Lord to receive refreshing from the word of God and to be perfected by the Lord, then we will love each other and we can forgive each other and we will dwell in the house of the Lord and we will serve God in holiness and in righteousness and the beauty of who he is. And that is the critical key. Because in the house, in the church in Shiloh, there is a priest called Eli. Say Eli. Say Eli. And Eli was sitting there. Eli has children called Hophni and Phineas. And the attitude of Hophni and Phineas is that anytime people go to sacrifice, the holy things, they have a hook. How many of you have lived by the sea before? And you have catch fish before. There is something we call a hook. How many of you have seen hook before? Okay so they have a hook and they will throw the hook and the hook will pick the thing the meat and then it brings it to them so they select the better ones with the hook and not only that but the beautiful ladies in the church they select them and nowhere not even in their room at the door of the temple that is where they have their pleasure and their entertainment with the ladies And they are the children of the high priest Eli. That's why I told you the story is an interesting story. In that place, an Eli was the high priest. Tell somebody, an Eli was the high priest. (laughs) And that is the church that Hannah and Elikana and Perina goes to. Will you go to such a church? Talk to me now. Madam Holy and Mr. Holy... (laughs) That is the church home oh, where the children of the pastor are stealing the offering and they are eating. And not only that, but they have lined up from the choristers to the intercessors to everywhere. Anything beautiful is skirt, their eyes will follow like an eagle. And the pastors, that is how the pastor sounds. And the pastor is fully aware. And that is the church. That Eli, a and Hannah and Penina goes to, and that same church is the place of gossip and insult. which is a a, a Penina day. So Penina sees the trouble. Penina is timing. He knows the prayer of Hannah. When Hannah prays, he comes. He says, hey, "So when I when is it going to happen? <laughs> so 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 when I when are you bringing my in law to come and greet me? Because he knows he knows you are growing and the man is not coming. Then he comes. He said, "Hey." So, so when was the last time you, you even, you were called for an interview? Meanwhile, you know, he didn't have a job. And so you, so when I thought, are you going to stop working from, so you, you understand? He, he comes sarcastically to, to be able to tease you and get you and insult you. And yet he's in the church. So any Sunday you are entering to that church and your eyes fixes on Hannah, on Penina, all of a sudden your mood changes. And the challenge is that the Penina is not leaving the church some of the penina is not living in the church and the penina is still in the church so you will come and meet penina you will go penina is there you come penina is there in fact the worst part of it is that maybe when you are entering the auditorium the penina was the one standing at the door the first to meet and the first to see before going out penina was in that church but that did not deter a hannah from still serving and going to church yearly to offer sacrifice before the Lord. Because Anna was not going to Penina, neither was he going to Eli, neither was he going to Hophni, neither was he going to Phinehas. He was going to the king of Shiloh, the God of Shiloh, the Lord of Shiloh and know that he is the one he has come unto. And when he got there, when the hour and the season came, Penina troubled Anna's life. You see, sometimes God allows pain. Tell the person, God allows pain. Tell the person, God allows pain. God allows pain to bring the best out of you. God knew us better than we know ourselves. So, you will allow us to go through some form of pain or you will even use people in our life that we might not necessarily like. He might use situations that we don't like to be able to bring his glory to come to pass in our life because you see if God doesn't take us through it his glory cannot be seen the issue is not about you the issue is about the Samuel you are carrying tell the person the issue is about the Samuel you are carrying Every one of us is carrying a Samuel and your Samuel is your potential. Your Samuel is your dream. Your Samuel is your fulfillment. Your Samuel is your promotion. Your Samuel is your favor. Your Samuel is your blessing. And as long as your Samuel is locked up in you, society takes you, you are useless. So God, who understands your purpose of life, will send you a penina to trouble you within the time of your giving birth of your miracle to the extent that you can no more bear that the only way you can stand is for you to free yourself and release your Samuel because it is only your Samuel that will silence your penina and today i prophesy over your life that you will give birth to your Samuel you are somewhere business. You are somewhere marriage. You are somewhere favor. You are somewhere healing. You are somewhere breakthrough. You are somewhere money that you are looking for. You will give back to that somewhere. And that somewhere is what will silence your penina. You see, Goliath was not a problem in the life of David. Goliath was a blessing in the life of David. You will not understand it. If a Goliath has not shown up in the life of a David, nobody would have known that David has the skill to flow a giant. And even David himself wouldn't have known that order he was learning in the bush, he could have applied it also on the field against a general who was born from his birth to be able to overcome. And listen to me, God did not tell David, That for you to move on to your next level with anointing on your head, your transition of the anointing on your head to the palace is for you to conquer a Goliath. If David had not practice in the foolish place where there is no body, there is no supervisor, there is no master, there is no teacher and he was learning vigorously when the day of opportunity came, he would have been able to miss it. Sometimes, we don't want to go through pain. We don't want to suffer anything. Naturally, human beings are afraid of going through some things. And sometimes, even people that come to our life and, and criticize us and, and insult us and do this, we see them all as enemies. Is it not true? If you have people that will challenge you and will point your wrong and your errors to you and your life and that is not going anywhere, that changes, you don't like to go to those people. In fact, you don't want to associate with them. You want people that will tell you, oh, you are all right. You want people that will sing your praise. Even when your leg is like this, they will tell you, oh, your leg is smooth. Say, yeah, it's my leg smooth. Say, oh, your leg is smooth. Say, oh, thank God. <laughs> my leg is smooth. And you are walking with your head rolling. The truth is that you are ugly. And they are laughing behind you and say, hey, look at the ugly legs. And say, oh, your leg is good. Say, hey, my leg is good. And then somebody tells you, no, they are fooling you. He said, you are a bad person. Everybody is telling me my, I'm fine. And you alone, you are telling me I'm wrong. The issue is that the wisest person will always pause and ask that, why is it this? Your true friends will not praise you. Your true friends will criticize you. <clears throat> Challenges is supposed to make you uncomfortable. And when you are uncomfortable, he's telling that something is wrong. But hey, if you go through challenges and still be comfortable, then you have a problem. I'm telling you. I was told a man was angry because he said there is a noise in a church. So he got angry and was coming down to stop the church from whatever it is. And when a man got into the church, the speaker like this, in the midst of the noise that is going on, the guy sitting by the speaker has put his head on the speaker and is snoring seriously, the man looked at the man snoring, and the man's children said, daddy, have you seen it? He said, yes. He said, if you can't sleep, you said, it's the noise. You better sleep in the midst of the (laughs) Challenges are supposed to provoke you to bring a change. There are some of us that you are going through some things, but you are comfortable with it. And listen to me, situations don't change. Until you change them. Things don't go away. Until you move it out of your life. If you entertain it. It stays with you. If you get angry. It will leave your life. Show me how desperate you are about the thing. And I will show you who will have an answer. Because there are a lot of people. They are so comfortable with what they are going through. And, and sometimes when you tell them. It is even a wrong procedure. They don't even feel it. Because the issue is that they love what they are going through. But listen. Hannah got to a point. Well, she realized that the love of Elkanah is not enough. Tell the person the love is not enough. I, I told the morning service something. Would you like to hear it? It's very shocking. Do you know God will love you no matter what? Whether you decide to sleep 24 hours without working, God will still love you. Oh, do you know that? Oh, come on, do you know that? If you like, don't pray. God still loves you. Because he said His light slight chance on both the righteous and non righteous and anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The prostitute can call upon the name of the Lord save him. The thief. Do you know thieves when they are going to steal, they pray? You don't know. Oh, hello? He prays in the morning that he should have good fortune so that when he breaks into your house, he can be able to go without getting him. They pray. They pray. The 419 people, They pray. At times, he was shocked that he was driving one and they were going around, they were going around, and the guy said, Stop, it is church time. I'm going to pray. I pray. Don't deceive yourself. Even Kokubu's prays. You have not heard him tell you before. He so said, He prays, he has a daughter. If the daughter doesn't go to church on Sunday, who can the daughter? This message continues after the break from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life changing inspirational and spirit filled books the mystery of greatness at thy word church membership the blueprint of marriage and any other ministry products of his you can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading reverend ismaila awudus app from the app store or google play store you can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the icgc yahweh temple otinshi american house last stop is Lagon. reach us on telephone plus 233 277 Two five zero four two zero or plus two three three two four nine three nine three three six one. Email us rev ismaila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislagon Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. They pray. That's how when They pray. You see, the love of God is strange. Tell the best, the love of God is strange. You see, that is why you can't question God's love. Because the love of God is something that nobody can question. I mean, somebody might be doing something and you have a problem, but God loves the person. The love of God is strange. It's so strange, we cannot explain. But it doesn't mean that he justifies and approves your attitude. Get it right. He might not justify or approve the thief's attitude or the robber's attitude or the forwarners' attitude or the uh, or the or whatever's attitude but the issue is that his love is shared abroad. And his love does not discriminate. So if you like, don't work and put your hands in between your legs. God loves you. If you like, sleep, God loves you. If you like, don't do anything, God loves you. His love is still there for you but the challenge of change lies in your hands it lies in your hands until you come to the realization that this level I am I need a change in my life it will not come that is why he didn't say I will call upon he said call upon me and I will answer you in other words you have to do the call and I have to do the answer and if he can 't call me, I cannot step in though my love is there. that is why God so loved the world that he did what he gave his only begotten son, is he free? He said, whosoever is conditional whosoever so if I don 't go, he can't force me, but his love is there waiting for me. whosoever loves. So the issue here is that Hannah goes to Shiloh every year and we have a tendency of congregation members we come to God every time and we still live with our problems. I come to church I don't want to greet anybody I am sad because something is eating me up and I I sit in the church with the same attitude in the same atmosphere even if everybody is smiling I'm not smiling I'm so serious with myself and serious with what I'm going through. And I am so battling with it to the extent that even the preaching I might be here but my mind is in London or in South Africa or Johannesburg or USA or even the house and the problem I'm going through. I didn't know that I have come to the last stop of the problem for God to solve. And I'm sitting in the house and I'm still carrying my problem and I'm still bitter about the problem and then I'm only waiting for amen. And when they said an amen, I carry the problem also out. And I said, give me away. I am going home with my problem. And then I'll come every day and I'm carrying the problem problem again. I come to Tuesday service, I am carrying the problem and I sit down through teaching service and even when the teaching is going on, the whole thing is boring me but I have to appear anyway. So I will be there. I will give my offering and pay my tithe and eat communion and when I finish I carry the bitterness, I carry the unforgiveness, I carry the problem and the trouble I have with, I go home with my sickness and all the anger in my heart. Then I come another time again. She was like Hannah yearly. you are carrying your barrenness to the presence of God and you are going back with your presence again because the issue that you have not realized that the god of shiloh wants you to call upon him if you don't ask god to take away the bed he said come upon me all of you that are heavy lady and are bedding and i will give you rest he didn't say i will come to you and take it he said you should bring it to me are you there with me so you create your own environment you create your own environment you create your own environment so when Hannah decided to create her environment, that day was a different day. She has been going to the same place yearly but God never answered her because she never brought God into the picture. By the day she brought God into the picture, Bible said that Eli, do you think Eli doesn't know Hannah? Eli knows Hannah. Do you think the pastor doesn't know you? The pastor knows people. Sometimes you'll be shocked to think now you come to this church and I don't know you. I know you. I might not know you by name but I know your face. So I meet people who come to you and say, Pastor, I've been coming to this church for some time. I've not yet introduced myself, but I'm not coming to you. I know you don't know me. I said, I know you. He said, ah, do you know me? I said, I know where you sit. I'll show you where you are even sitting. When you come to church, where you've been sitting. So don't deceive yourself. I know you. It's your name, i not know, but I know you. I know when he started coming to church. I know. (laughs) I know you. So, so the truth is that the pastor don't, don't take it from we know even if it's a day you visited we know. It's a gift God has given us. We can't explain. When you don't come to church we know you didn't come to church. It's only maybe your contact number I don't know so I might not call you. But I know you are not in church so when I'm on my knees and I'm praying I'll pray for you without you knowing that I'm praying for you. But we know. No pastor doesn't know his flock who got lost. He knows. And he even knows what problem. Unless our pastor doesn't pray. But he knows. I, I was in London, but I know whatever is going on in this church. Not only me being told, but I know it. Because I've been praying. I know. When your heart is the flock, you know. It is a knowing that God gives you. Hello? So I know what level the church is. And what the church is going through. And what it should be done with the church. So, that is that is what God has called us to do. So, Eli sees Hannah every day. And God sees Hannah every day. But the issue is that when you have not invited God into your problem, God doesn't come. Because God is not a gossiper. God does not force himself into your issues. And God is not an intruder. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. God, can't you come in? He said, no, I am knocking. (laughs) Have you heard that scripture before? So why should God come to my house and start at the door and knock? He has every power to have entered the room. Don't you agree? Because he wants everything. He said, no, I want you to give me the permission. He said, if anyone opens, then I will come in. So the very day, Hannah realized that, listen, this issue I am going through, enough is enough. I am taking it to God. You see, sometimes you see people praying, but they are not surrounding their problem to God. Do you know what we mean by surrounding your problem to God? I use your diary. Thank you. It's a nice diary. This is a powerful one. This is your problem. Let's assume this is your problem. It's under your armpit. You come to church, you sit down with it, you close, you carry it away. God saw the problem. But you have not handed it over. In prayer, you are praying. But you have kept it to your chest. You are praying, you are praying. You bind everything you bind. And when you finish... You are still going with it. You know why I mean by you are still going with it? Because the same anger and the problem you are having when you finish praying, you didn't see peace in your heart. You still carrying the same anger and the same thing and the same fear in your heart and you take it out. And the same impossibility that you were facing, you still be asking yourself, can this be possible? Can I even get an answer? Is it is the Lord going to help me? You you are inconsistent with what you have asked. You have not even you don't even believe God has heard your prayer and you walk out. Now How do we mean by surrendering it to God and letting it go? After I have prayed, this is my problem. I pray and then I bring it and I leave it here. I have left it. Do you see me with any problem now? Now I am laughing and I'm smiling. I'm talking to everybody. It doesn't mean that I am not having pain. It doesn't mean that I am not still having no money in my pocket. It doesn't mean that my landlord was not waiting for me to eject me out of the house. I, I don't know whether I'm getting my bread. It doesn't mean that I, I don't even know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. It still doesn't change any of the fact that I don't have a work whilst I was leaving church. But this time I came with a heavy heart. Now I am going on smiling with everybody. I said, what's up man? How is everything. It's everything alright? The Lord is good. He's going to do something for you. If you are standing there and look at me, you will think I'm stupid because you might know my problem. He doesn't even think. His he, he, not Lord. is waiting for him to suck him. And I walk out of the church as if nothing is happening. I don't even have money in my pocket but I am going freely. And maybe my doctors are waiting for me to even hook me. Probably they even come and hook me and said, where is your money? I tell them, don't worry the lord is going to pray take me anywhere and i am laughing oh come on am i talking to somebody what am i saying i am telling the lord that i have buried the matter with you it is you to solve it bible said that when hannah finished praying every time hannah goes to pray but bible said that she goes to pray and then gets angry and bitter and goes and elkanah complains that ah, don't you think i love you but this time when she poured her heart to the lord Look at the attitude. Bible says that when Eli told her that she said out of my grief and anguish I pour out I'm not a drunkard. And Eli said go for it, it is well with you. And Bible said this time she went and ate. She went and did what? Which means that previously though the food was that she was not eating. She was still in the mood. But this time she went and ate and her face was no longer what? That was the time when the miracle took place. Listen, I told the morning service they have not received the message yet, but the second service we have it. This is the key to the life of Hannah. Hannah now previously, Hannah still goes back with the sorrow, but this time when Hannah finished, Hannah left the place. Penina was still there, but Hannah doesn't bother about penning again. He said penning a, a, pen a but go behind me. I don't look at you again. I am having my swag. You can laugh at me, but I don't care about you again because I am moving on to another level. I am not seeing you again. Though you are existing, but I don't see you. The problem, you are there. I don't regard you. The challenge, you are there. I don't see you. The pain, you are there. I don't feel you again. Even though you are there, she you are your presence, but I don't care she ate, and her face was no longer sad. And immediately that happened, look at what happened in the 19. Then I'll be closing. He said, then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. And did what? Worshipped. Did you hear the voice of Penina again? No. The voice of Penina couldn't speak. Because anytime you put the devil where he belongs, The devil came to make your life miserable. But then when the devil realized that what is using to make you miserable, you are laughing at what is using. He doesn't have any weapon again to use. And said, they worship in the morning before the Lord. And returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. And the Lord remembered her. Do you not see the miracle? Do you not see the miracle? Do you want God to remember you? No, do you want God to remember you? Seriously, do you want God to remember you? Yeah. Then the Lord is telling you that you have carried the problem enough. You leave the problem with me. And you walk out of the problem. As if nothing is happening. And your mood and attitude have to change. If that penina in your life makes you to fight everybody. Because you see, when sometimes you go through some problems, Charlie. When people are laughing, you even think they are laughing at you. Oh, you have not. I don't know whether you have gone through. Maybe it's me alone. When you pass by people and they are laughing, you begin checking your dress because you know the shoe you are wearing. Hello, and you know the dress you are. Especially when you are a guy and you pass by ladies and they were laughing and they hit, and you know that there was one lady there that you tried to make some move, and the lady knew that something is happening. And then you pass by and they were laughing. You, you, you begin to get furious. It's (laughs) like, maybe you are not the one they are laughing at. Somebody say mercy. (laughs) Problem can make you all the time fighting. You look, if you meet anybody who always want to fight, it's not anything, it's not like like fighting, it's frustration. Frustration can make you always to be at edge and all the time, he's trying to let go. (laughs) But watch those who are come. What does that, Charlie, things are rocking for them. The thing is that by one phone call, something happens. So why will he even bother himself? His pressure will not go up. I mean, can you imagine you landing at Kotoka and you are passing through VVIP? (laughs) And your luggage is even waiting for you. And you are not going to pass through all this checkup wahala, and come and stand there and be waiting for your bath for 24 hours and whatever. Because by the time you touch the mark, there is a whole limousine waiting for you. And sometimes you see, say, when am I going to sit in it? One day you say, <laughs> Are you following me? Sometimes you get angry with your children not for because you are angry. But the fact is that when you, what you are going through, they don't understand. Once you have even managed to get them food, they are still coming and telling you school fees. School fees for what? If you know where you even got the food from, you wouldn't come and ask this. So sometimes you vent your spleen on people and get angry unnecessarily because of the pressure you are carrying. Some sickness shouldn't have been in your body. If not for some problems. Because there are some bad even sleep on. When you wake up, you have a neck problem. It's not a demon that hits your head. Because the pillow itself is crying for survival. I'm telling you. You get up and your neck is like this. Say, what is happening? He said, Pastor, you didn't dream anything. (laughs) And yet there are some people that will sleep on that same bed with their neck. By the time they get up, their neck is nice. Because the pillow itself is even massaging the neck. There are some hospitals you will enter. Even if you have sickness, your sickness will worsen. Because immediately you see the environment of the hospital and the doctors, you even wish you are not even there. Because what they will use as a stretcher, it even destroys your life. And there are some hospitals, even when you are well, you don't want them to discharge you. Because the food, even you are eating there, and the treatment alone is enough. But tell somebody, let go of your challenge. Tell another person, let go of your challenge. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Deagon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastdagon.com or email to Temple ICGC at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 57 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service, and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.